Welcome to the Entourage Podcast. My name is Paige Scott, and I'm going to be your host. Entourage Ministries gets its inspiration from Psalm 6811 that says, The Lord gives the command, and a great army of women proclaim the good news. Entourage is a multi-generational, multi-denominational, multicultural women's ministry based in Durant, Oklahoma. Join us today as we dive into truth from the Word so that your heart and spirit may be encouraged. Thank you, Entourage Ministries, for this opportunity and this honor to get to share what's on my heart. My name is Audrey Needham. I've been married for 14 years, and I have three beautiful daughters. I work for Victory Life Church. My husband and I actually get to work together in the arts and design department. My husband is actually my boss, and I know some of you might think that sounds intimidating or frustrating, or, uh, but honestly, I just love that guy. I love hanging out with him. I feel like we work really well most of the time, um, until the times where maybe I get a little too sassy and I need to <laughs> hold my tongue. Uh, but for the most part, we, we really do enjoy working together, and it's, it's been a real pleasure getting to work with him and doing the things that we do. We actually both come from large families. And so (laughs) whenever family gets together, it fills an entire house and it's a beautiful chaos. It's a lot of fun, but I absolutely love it. I love our family. I couldn't have handpicked anybody better. And I'm I'm really thankful for my family. But let's go ahead and uh, jump in to what we're going to talk about today. Um, When I asked God what I should share today, he said very clearly, lead by example. This wasn't what I was expecting, and it's really not a topic I would have picked, to be honest, because I haven't really been studying leadership, so I've felt pretty unprepared. But what I've learned time and time again is that when I choose to to listen and obey, He gives me all that I need to do it. So what does it mean to lead by example? He reminded me it's not about how well I'm known or if I become an excellent communicator or speaker but my actions and lifestyle determine the influence I have. I don't know about you, but I need to hear this over and over again. And if I'm honest, when I've thought about it and what I've done in my life, I've, I've wondered if it was enough. Many times when contemplating this, I've actually been afraid that I hadn't done enough or haven't quite made it in life. But these thoughts were rooted in pride and in fear. But if I really want to live a life of influence, one that leads people and changes things for the good, what I should do is look to Jesus who gives the best example of how we should approach this kind of thinking. We all have a desire to be an influence, to be remembered, and to make a difference. We think the best way to do this is to be elevated in position of someone that has authority. But Jesus says, we're actually supposed to lead by serving. So let's take a closer look at how Jesus led by example. In a book that I've been going through with my husband and a life group that we're in, it's called Celebration of Discipline by Richard J. Foster. It references John 13, 14 through 15. Jesus was with his disciples, and they were all about to eat together, but every, everyone's feet needed washed. But no one in the room wanted that job. That job was for the least among them. 
or that's what they all thought. Then Jesus picked up the towel and the basin and washed their feet. And in this moment, Jesus redefines greatness, not by using his authority to have others serve him, but by serving. Although I won't have many occasions to wash feet, I want to have that heart of a servant, the one who is willing to lead by example and be the first one to pick up the towel. In Matthew 20, 25 through 28, the Passion Translation says, Kings and those with great authority in the world rule oppressively over their subjects like tyrants. But this is not your calling. You will lead by a completely different model. The greatest one among you will live as the one who is called to serve others. Because the greatest honor and authority is reserved for the one with the heart of a servant. For even Jesus did not come expecting to be served by everyone, but to serve everyone and to give his life in exchange for the salvation of many. What a beautiful thing to be known for, to be the one with the heart of a servant. Let's also take a look at Matthew 23. I'll just kind of summarize what it was, what it's saying here. There were um, religious scholars and Pharisees, and they were teaching people. And he was saying it was good to listen to their teaching, but don't, don't do what they do. <laughs> because they actually say one thing and do another, that all they wanted was to be in the spotlight. They wanted to be held in high esteem. They wanted all the recognition and to be revered. And it goes on to say, but you are to be different than that. The greatest among you will be the one who always serves others from the heart. Remember this, if you have a lofty opinion of yourself and seek to be honored, you will be humbled. But if you have a modest opinion of yourself, and choose to humble yourself, you will be honored. So I have a question. Would you live the same way if no one was watching you? Do you consider yourself a leader if you don't have a following? Now, I'm actually the type of personality that doesn't really like the spotlight. And honestly, even sitting in front of this microphone is very intimidating to me. There's been so many times in my life where I was pursuing growth and maybe even frustrated that I wasn't progressing the way I thought I should. And every single time that I've been in that frustrated state, I, I would go to God and I would complain and, and talk to him about it. And every single time, <laughs> uh, gently but to the point, he tells me it's pride. And it's frustrating, but so I'm so thankful for a God a father who, who tells me the truth. If I have a heart to, to listen and take correction, then I can start growing again and becoming the leader that I want to be. The people I admire most are the ones I've seen lead without the desire of being noticed. I would love to honor Misty Mosley. I know a lot of you may not know who this is. She, she is a leader in our church. But even if she didn't have the position, I know she would be the same way in or out of church. She's the same person all the time. And she's the type of leader that I'm talking about. She leads by serving others. She truly loves people right where they're at. And she lives in such a way that motivates change and growth in everyone around her. And she inspires me. Thank you, Misty, for leading by example.
To live like this, it takes intentionality, and yet not doing things with intentions. What I mean is choosing others before yourself to the point you do it out of habit and not out of what you will get from it. Another quote from the Celebration of Discipline book is talking about a transformed life. It says, There is no longer the tiring need to hide our inner selves from others. We don't have to work hard at being good and kind. We are good and kind. To refrain from being good and kind would be the hard work because goodness and kindness are part of our nature. I mean, wouldn't we all like to say that about ourselves? That we're good and kind out of habit. And that is our natural response and not the other way around. Now, we are supposed to pursue to lead people. I mean, Jesus said, go and make disciples in Matthew 28, 19. But to be able to lead, we need to be led. So we need to be open and listening to the prompting of the Holy Spirit, especially around those that we're closest to, because they're the ones we have the most influence on, so our family and our closest friends. Because when we remain close to God and listen to His guidance, we can forgive first, put others' needs before our own, and love unconditionally. I know what you're thinking. Only a saint can live like that all the time. And that would be true. But if we take Psalms 139, 23 through 24 to heart and follow its instructions, we will be led to do those things. It says, God, I invite your searching gaze into my heart. Examine me through and through. Find out anything that may be hidden within me. Put me to the test and sift through all my anxious cares. See if there's any path of pain I'm walking on and lead me back to your glorious everlasting ways, the path that brings me back to you. We have to be willing to have our thoughts and motives examined. And unfortunately, I have some uh, pretty good examples for you. There's been many occasions where I've had to repent to my own kids for not acting the way I should not responding the way I should. And I have to humble myself and ask for forgiveness. But in humbling myself and in, in getting down with them, looking them in the face and saying, hey, hey, sis, I'm sorry. Mommy messed up. I shouldn't have said that or I shouldn't have responded that way. That wasn't very nice. Will you please forgive me? And living that way in front of them, which I've had to do on probably too many occasions, I will see them start responding that way. And when they mess up, they'll come and seek forgiveness and look me in the face. We're not perfect and we shouldn't act like we are. Or there's been times where my husband and I didn't see eye to eye. And naturally, I just wanted like bow up and not back down. But when I choose to submit, releasing everything to God, then it's not mine to do with what I want or what I think is best. I can then look at it through God's perspective, whatever it is. So be led and watch how you will start to lead others. Our church has been doing a daily morning prayer service, midweek and weekend services all online during this pandemic. And it's been, I've been able to be part of the team that's behind the scenes. And people have been really interactive in the chats and it's really Honestly, it's been amazing. But my absolute favorite part is seeing more and more people respond in the comments to prayer requests sent in. After a week or so, 
people were starting to lead by example in this. And through the weeks, more and more have responded. Lynn Tomlinson is one of those people from the very beginning. He has been so faithful in praying God's truth. Thank you, Lynn, for responding, and thank you for leading by example. I know for me it was actually a little, it was pretty difficult to, to comment in the chats at first. I would think things like, what if they misunderstand me? Or what if I don't respond in the way they wanted or needed? Or even, what if I make typos? I mean, I really, really got to get over myself. What an awesome way to serve one another. It has gotten easier, but you know what? It's not on me. It's God's truth we get to, to pray in, in agreement with. Let's let the best leader lead. It really makes my heart so happy to see people willing to stand with each other in prayer. And I know we won't be going back to normal. We are the church, not the buildings we gather in. I'd like to share one more scripture with you. In 1 John 3, 18 through 24, this is the New Living Translation. It says, Dear children, let's not merely say that we love each other. Let us show the truth by our actions. Our actions will show that we belong to the truth so that we will be confident when we stand before God. Even if we feel guilty, God is greater than our feelings, and He knows everything. Dear friends, if we don't feel guilty, we can come to God with bold confidence, and we will receive from Him whatever we ask because we obey Him and do the things that pleases Him. And this is His commandment. We must believe in the name of His Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another just as He commanded us. Those who obey God's commandments remain in fellowship with Him, and He with them. And we know He lives in us because the Spirit He gave us lives in us. And the last thing I'd like to leave you with this. If you haven't been told before, you are called to lead, and you can lead in partnership with the Holy Spirit. So go and lead and make disciples by living in such a way that is worth following. Thanks for joining us today. For more information about Entourage Ministries, visit our website at entourageministries.com or visit us on Facebook or Instagram. We gather for our monthly worship gathering open to any woman who has interest the second Tuesday of every month at the Monterey in the Arts District of Durant, Oklahoma.